President Trump, any comment on the gag order staying in place? Well, basically, they're afraid to have me speak because I speak the truth. So they try and gag me. Never happened in the history of our country. But, you know, they do gag orders because they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear me speak. So in many ways, it's an honor. Because if they wanted to hear me speak, they wouldn't do the gag order, right? <laughs> well, let's talk about what went down in court earlier in the day, where your lead lawyer, Chris Keiss, in the New York Attorney General's civil fraud case, begged Judge Arthur Ngoron to postpone your, to postpone Donald Trump's testimony until after the appeals court ruled on the gag order. The judge said, plaintiff, New York Attorney General lawyers, what do you say about the request being made by Donald Trump's lawyer to delay Donald Trump's testimony, which is scheduled for December 11th, until after all of the appeals are resolved regarding Trump's gag order? The New York Attorney General lawyer responded, absolutely not, Judge Ngoron to which Judge Ngoron looked at Donald Trump's lawyer, Chris Keis, and said, absolutely not, Mr. Keis. No way, no how. Your request to delay Donald Trump's testimony is a non-starter. And then Justice Ngoron looked at Mr. Keis and said, well, at least you tried, and I did give it some deep thought, Mr. Keis. I did give it some deep thought as well. And that's what went down in court. So query, why would you have your lawyer beg, or if I put it generously, ask, request Justice Ngoron, delay your testimony if you view your gag order as a badge of honor? Why are you so desperately trying to remove the gag order if you believe it is a badge of honor? And also, you don't really seem to be gagged on much. I hear you talking there. I hear you speaking at your fascist traveling circus rallies that you call campaign rallies. I see you talking on Fox. I see you talking on all the right-wing media networks. Seems you pretty much can say everything. And if we look at what these uh, gag orders are actually all about, they're very narrowly tailored. They're very narrowly construed to say during a court case, for example, in New York, you can't attack the judge's principal law clerk. Because as the safety officers at the court explain, that results in death threats. That results in the most hateful and despicable statements being directed at the court. So you could criticize the judge, you can criticize the proceedings, you can criticize the DOJ, criticize President Biden, you could criticize everything. And by the way, you think about special counsel Jack Smith's uh, indictment in Washington, D.C., it says, look, Donald Trump is free to say bad things even to lie about the 2020 election. But when those lies are weaponized into conduct and a concerted effort and conspiracy to undermine the results of a legitimate election, it goes from mere speech to a crime. At some point in time, just because you're speaking doesn't mean when your speech 
results in a plan to rob a bank, even if the robbery is ultimately unsuccessful, it's attempted, that is still an underlying crime and the bank robbers don't get to say, hey, can't arrest me. I have a First Amendment right to talk about robbing this bank. Okay? Similarly, in the Washington, D.C. federal criminal case, it's a very narrowly tailored gag order, which is before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, which is just don't attack the court and the court staff, don't attack the special counsel and the special counsel's wife and family members, but be critical of the DOJ if you want to say the process is unfair, even though it is fair. You could go and lie about it, say all of those things. You have a First Amendment right to be a schmuck. You have a First Amendment right to be a moron. You have a First Amendment right to say distasteful and despicable things. But where that language becomes ways to obstruct judicial proceedings, where those statements become criminal in nature and forming a conspiracy, then there are narrowly tailored limitations. And I want to show you this as well, because here is one of the reasons why you do need gag orders, because the messaging that Donald Trump makes to his base is to glorify the violence, is to glorify attacking his political enemies. I'll give you an example here. This is a speech he recently gave. It's horrific that I even have to show this video. Where he made light, he joked, he mocked that Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi's husband was almost killed. He implied, and he continued to imply, that Nancy Pelosi's husband was in a homosexual relationship with the person who tried to kill him. This is a deranged conspiracy that's been debunked instantaneously. The individual who engaged in attempted murder was convicted of his crimes, yet right-wing media spread that. And Donald Trump's making light of that. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he's like, oh, maybe they should have built a bigger wall. Here, play this clip. We had no terror during my administration. The only terror we had was Nancy Pelosi, who's a crazed lunatic. She's a lunatic. She is a crazed lunatic. What the hell was going on with her husband? Let's not ask. Let's not ask. I'll withdraw that statement. By the way, she's got a wall around her house. Obviously, in that case, it didn't work very well, did it? It didn't work. Have you ever wondered where your donation could have the most impact? In 2007, a group of donors had the exact same question, but when they sought out information from charities to help them answer this question, they instead received cute pictures or unhelpful stories. Their experience led them to create GiveWell, an organization providing rigorous, transparent research about the best giving opportunities they've found. GiveWell has now spent over 15 years researching charitable organizations and only directs funding to a few of the highest impact opportunities they found in global health and poverty alleviation. Over 100,000 donors have used GiveWell to donate more than $1 billion. Rigorous evidence suggests that these donations will save over 150,000 lives and improve the lives of millions of more. GiveWell wants as many donors as possible to make informed decisions about high-impact giving. You can find all of their research and recommendations on their site for free. 
You can make tax-deductible donations to their recommended funds or charities, and GiveWell doesn't take a cut. I thought their approach of doing good was unique and interesting because of the immense amount of research and facts they are able to provide in a crystal clear way anyone can understand. That's why I use GiveWell and you should too. Midas Touch endorsed. If you've never donated through GiveWell before, you can have your donation matched up to $100 before the end of the year or as long as matching funds last. To claim your match, go to givewell.org and pick podcast and then enter the Midas Touch podcast at checkout. Make sure they know that you heard about GiveWell from the Midas Touch podcast to get your donation matched. That's a great offer. Again, that's givewell.org to donate or find out more. G-I-V-E-W-E-L-L.org to donate or find more. Remember, hit podcast and then search for Midas Touch podcast. Have a great one. So the messaging to Donald Trump when he goes after his political enemies is that this type of conduct is funny, that this type of political conduct is encouraged. Here Donald Trump is, by the way, uh, in a speech that he gave in Iowa, also talking about the gag order and then mentioning how much he admires Al Capone. By the way, he did that in the recent, whatever you want to call this interview, he did with Sean Hannity. Here, play the clip. I mean, just lasting another year is, is almost impossible to think with the weaponized elections and all the stuff they do. Today, a judge put on a gag order. I'll be the only politician in history that runs with a gag order where I'm not allowed to criticize people. Can you imagine this? Do you believe this? I'm not allowed to criticize people. So we'll see. We'll appeal it and we'll see. But it's, it's so, un, so unconstitutional. The good thing is we have so much support. It's incredible. So, and it just makes it even more so. Look, I'm the only guy that ever got indicted. I got indicted more than Alphonse Capone. Did anyone ever hear of Al? <laughs> Al Capone, if you looked him, if you looked at him the wrong way, he was seriously tough, right? Scarface, you know, they call him Scarface. Had a little scar in there. I'm sure it was a minor accident, but he was Scarface. But Al Capone, if you looked at him in the wrong way, if he didn't like you, you looked at him a little bit askance, he blew your brains out. He was only indicted one time. I w I've been invited, I've been indicted four times. And in addition, I have these civil trials that are all coming out of the Justice Department. And folks, to watch that, to observe that. I, can, I, rem I remember when, you remember when, people who would run for the highest office in the United States of America, if they couldn't spell potato the right way, if they chanted, woohoo, yahoo, in an intonation that looked a little bit off kilter, if they engaged in I don't know, remember John Kerry, the Republicans attacked John Kerry and said he wasn't brave, with a lie. They swift boated him. They said he wasn't brave enough in Vietnam. You got Donald Trump with five deferments, Mr. Bone Spurs over there who attacks our military. There's no depth of depravity that exists anymore, not on both sides, because the pro-democracy democratic community has not just high standards, but the highest of high standards. And small variances, Democrats go, you don't meet the kind of test of perfection and you lose support. And think about that. 
You have to be an A++ on policy. You screw up anywhere and Democrats are let down. That's how you get judged. MAGA Republicans, the incentive structure, you get the applause, you get the points for bullying, for punching down, for behaving like a maniac and lying. I'm going back to the beginning of the video. Oh, I wear it like a badge of... You lost. You lost. Your lawyer argued to the judge to delay your testimony. You lost. So now you go, I actually want the, I want the gag order. I like the gag order. I wear it like a badge of honor. The This is pathetic, what this MAGA Republican Party has become epitomized by that. And, and it's not a, oh, this is Democrats, this is Republicans. It's character. Remember when they said, it's the economy, stupid? It is. It is. And under President Biden... 5.2% GDP growth revised third quarter, fastest growing GDP of any G7 nation, lowest inflation of any G7 nation, a faster growing economy than China, 40,000 infrastructure projects across the country. But as President Biden says, he's not spiking the football. He recognizes, though, that more needs to be delivered to most Americans, to working Americans. So it's bottom up, middle out. But it's not just the economy, stupid. To me, 2024 is also character, stupid normalcy, stupid. It is about integrity, stupid. And we need to make sure that we have leaders that have character, integrity. We need normalcy and not this chaos of MAGA Republicans and Trump. That to me should not be a partisan issue. That should just be something we all rally around as Americans. I'm Ben Micellis. This is the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers. Thanks to your support. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.